I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. He say he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray, man. Welcome back. I got a dope episode today. Full transparency. This is the second time I'm sitting down with this dude in under a month because I fucking mistakenly fucked up some. Uh, it's a bad it's a bad thing. But it's a good thing, though, because uh, I mean, me and my mommy, we can talk. I mean, we can talk. Let me tell you. So. We're going to get it in. Uh, we're going to catch up with my homie, Hollow Visions, man. Welcome to the show, Hollow. What's up, everybody? Yo, man. Um, How we doing? First of all, thank you for doing this because uh, this is your second time doing this. And, dude, I've had to do that before, and it can be a drag. But I promise you, it will not be a drag. We're going to have a dope interview. Um, Hell, yeah. And we'll get, we'll get it in, man. Um, so the, the last time we spoke, we were talking a little bit about um, – just real quick, where you were at uh, before the pandemic. Um, yeah. And you said that it derailed a lot of stuff. It derailed um, some plans. Can you talk a little bit about that and what like people were going to what they were going to get and now what they're getting? You know what I mean? Like, how's it changed? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. Like uh, like I was saying. Right when the pandemic hit, man, we were, uh, EOTR, I think, was just, like, really catching its stride. I mean, me personally, as well, uh, we had mad fucking shows booked. I had mad personal shows booked, uh, actual money coming in, which, for an underground hip-hop artist, once you start getting some shows with some money coming in, it's yeah. like, you, you gotta fucking keep it going. Yeah. momentum is there for a minute, you know, and you gotta capitalize. So, um, I was, like, right at the beginning of that, like, that capitalizing moment some money coming in my pocket and uh yeah covid came through and said fuck <laughs> you not this year dude. not, not this, this year, year homie one um, more one more fucking year of waiting son so did you go to um like when that happened were you like oh i immediately gotta like figure out a new way or were you like let me see how this plays out like what was this the early strategy as it was happening because i know like it went through phases, right? Like where we didn't know what was going to happen. And then they started telling us stuff. And I think we got a better idea now, but the, I, the, the thought at the time had to have been like a scary thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I had set myself up a little bit. I had a couple things in, in the pocket, like, uh, to drop virtually, you know, and, and Dope. my strategy, a lot of the time out here has been to focus on, uh, internet shit you get me like uh yeah the live shows all that stuff that we had in our local circle was dope um but i was starting to find a lot of success overseas with my marketing yeah and promoting yeah and that that was you know that's that's something that i had to learn these last couple of years um like i had said before i i felt like i wasn't getting a lot of love or attention just in the local scene alone like like yeah. i was getting you know getting recognized and people hitting me up but it, it wasn't uh it wasn't to the standards of what I saw the people around me getting, you know, like the Mescals, the Mad Maxes. And I started to, I started to find a niche on the overseas thing, online marketing. So I think I kind of had a leg up on that because uh, I was yeah. already kind of thinking that way, strategizing wise. Um, but like I said, at that moment, I was starting to finally get 
the live shows, the money in the pocket, the, 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 you know, we were about to throw a little headlining show. Me and Kittle were about to rock that shit. Uh, we already had acts ready to go rock for us and all that. So, um, yeah, threw a little wrench, wrench in the whole fucking thing, but I'd like to think that I was a little more prepared than most. That's dope. That's dope. So you like talk, uh, we didn't talk about this last time, but talk a little bit about that feeling of like, you said you weren't getting the same because you have so much to compare it to, right? Like you, you have this really dope crew that has all their own sound and, and they're constantly interacting but I assume that it's kind of unavoidable, right, to to like look left and right and go like, damn, OK, they got that and they got that. Like, that's unavoidable. I'm in a crew. It's unavoidable. Yeah. But um, how did you like what inspired you when you saw them? Like, what were you seeing in them that you were like, why is it not clicking with my shit? Like, what was happening? Um, I think I mean, I, I, it was never one of those like, um, I mean, yeah, I hear for a second. Like, what am I doing wrong? What, mm-hmm. what is it, you know, is it the work ethic? Is it, which, cause I mean, like you said, when, when you're in the crew and especially with the crew that we got where you got heavy hitter dudes that are just constantly putting out work, yeah. you, know, you got to kind of keep up. So that, you know, that crosses your mind, but I think it's also where, where do you fit in, in it? You know, mm-hmm. if there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with not finding your complete niche here in LA or anything yeah. like that. It's just, where am I going to make this a more complete group? And I think I was finding that when we did finally go to Europe and stuff like that, like out there, I was, I was getting some fucking love, you know, like a lot of people were gravitating towards uh, yeah. the shit I was putting out. So that was kind of like the, all right, that's where I fit in. You know, I, yeah. I, I can jump in and make these connections overseas or, or maybe relate to a different fan base, you know, uh, that we're not completely hitting over here. So, yeah. uh, I, let me ask yeah. you this, man. Uh, it, it's, I always think about this as an artist and like, it's, because I'm, I'm thinking about like, because I'm hearing you say this stuff and, and I definitely feel you and I understand where it's coming from. And on the flip side, I also know for a fact that when it comes to like other artists, like a lot of the times, like you're their favorite, like you're one of their favorite art, like you're an artist, artist, like where other artists like you, like I'm telling you, like me and Parker, we're, we're anytime we're up in L, we're driving up to LA from Dago, we're bumping your shit. It's, it's, it's in the playlist no matter what, what, like I've heard other artists, Noah, people like, like, yeah, Hollow's got some shit. Why did you think it wasn't, do you think that the, the expectation of the audience from EOTR was something and that wasn't exactly what you were giving them or like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to understand it because like I said, bro, like you're to me, you're an amazing (laughs) artist, you know, like I'm wondering what, what wasn't clicking, you know, like, well, okay. Maybe, um, maybe that was like, uh, maybe it was more like my personal thing, but I think I was seeing it more like on people hitting me up to rock shows out. Mm. Oh, like it's just, you feel me? Like yes. local cats that were yes. throwing these shows and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've had shows being thrown in my own hometown. Yes. And uh, these are people that hit me up and be like, hey, I like your music or or have supported and all this shit, but never once hit me up to rock the show. You yes. know, yes. Shit like that, which it isn't a spiteful thing. You know, like, I'm not like, oh, what the fuck? But it's just something you notice. Like, OK, OK, I'm not I'm not uh, maybe on their I'm not radar or whatever on their radar for, for rocking their shows. So shows. that's what I'm saying. Like I kind of have to make it happen on my own in the sense where I have to throw my own show to, to, to do something out here. Kind of. Okay. So I got like, something uh, for you, man. I got something for you. Fam. Okay. Like, here's something that I'm definitely thinking about 
Um, and I, bro, you're going to have to take my word on this. I assure you that you're definitely dealing with some of this stuff. I think that with your guy's success and your personal success, like your, the amount of people, cause you're saying, I mean, look, a lot of people know who you guys are. It is when I talked to Mescal, I was like, we were kind of like reminiscing and tripping out how like, yeah, remember when, when everybody was like, man, we need to try to get to that level, to that level. And one of those levels is the level you're currently at right now that you, when you were there before you were like, man, if I could just get to that level. And I think what happens is this is for sure. And I've noticed this with promoters and other artists, especially artists who throw shows. I think part of what you're dealing with is they think that you're now out of reach. And I know that it's going to sound weird because you're like, no, but I'm out here. I'm like, I'm at the show. I'm, but <laughs> I'm it like, isn't, that isn't me, what it, bro, I've had long talks with Noah about this. I talked to Curtis about this uh, just on the personal. And like, you notice that that happens with some artists. Like, they'll be like, man, we love hollow shit. We love hollow shit. Hey, do you think we could get him for, nah, he's not going to do art. Like, and that's literally how it is. And you're over here going like, yo, I need to eat. Like, you know what I mean? Send me shows. But I think that I, is yeah. part of what's happening. Yeah, you know, and I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think we were talking about this last time. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to get reminded sometimes as an artist, yeah. you know, of, of of what you're doing, where you're at, you know. And, like, I think, yeah, personal feelings are, or maybe you set yourself up to look in that certain way or to to be like, ah, he's not down to rock this show or he's not down to fuck yeah, with us. Yeah. So I can yeah. totally, I can totally see that, man. Yeah. Um, yo, but I'm here to yo, say no. I'm here I just, <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. And I stamped that. I stamped that, by the way, all my artist up. friends hit who are dealing up. with that, hit them up. Rock. Yes. Hit me up. I'm down to rock, man. Yeah. And, and you so have to understand this here. too. I think it's, um, for, for listeners and fans and, or people who might be in that position to throw shows or, or maybe you're going to get into that at some point. Understand too, there's a flip side to that where a lot of us get asked to do a lot of shit a lot of the time, a lot of times. And it's not yeah. shit we want to do. Like there's, there's a lot of people who are not professional that hit everybody up. And you're constantly getting berated by that. So at the same time, you might go like, oh, man, you know what? I hit him up and he didn't get back or he didn't do. Bro, like it's hard to filter through like who's really about that shit or whatever. Don't be afraid. I know Hollow as a person. Don't be afraid to hit up Hollow again and go like, hey, dude, I hit you that time. I don't know if you caught that. And he might just go, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't. No. Yeah. And that's what I think. I but that is what you're dealing with, bro, is that most of the time they're dealing with that guy in the video. That's what they're seeing. They're like, well, that's that that's that guy. He's that guy. And they don't know that that's one side of you. Like you're going to yeah. you still got many albums to make to show a bunch of different sizes. Like it's early in your career. Like and, and yeah, I think sure, sometimes sure. they might just think like, oh, again, he's he's too far. Bro, I've had people pri- uh covid before COVID, where when they would ask like, "Yo, uh, hey, you know Hollow, or you know, you know, you specifically," I've I've had somebody ask me this like, and their first thing is like, "Damn though, how much do you think he'll charge though?" Like, and I'm like, "Oh shit," <laughs> because that's where they're coming from, right? They're like, "Yeah, I, yeah I probably sure. can't afford him." That's what they're thinking. Right. And, and they don't know. Have, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing problem to have. And that's what I'm saying. I <laughs> yeah, don't think it. I think 
that there is another way to look at it. Like you can look at the idea though, even though that you're in this place that feels like limbo sometimes where you're like, fuck, I'm not getting booked up. I'm not getting booked down, but you're on your way up. So you're about to be at that spot. And usually before you hit that spot, right before then is when it goes silent from the local cats because they're like, he's no longer in our atmosphere. You know what I mean? So we're dealing with the artists that are right in front of us every day where you're doing professional things. You know what I mean? You're trying, I mean, this is trying to be a career for you. So it's a daily thing where not everybody's working like that dog. You know what I mean? Like some people are just working on the weekend. And so once I think you, once you escape that part, it, it is hard for them to relate to you as far as like a person you know yeah well shit i hope (laughs) i I guarantee it bro i guarantee it it's kind of great yeah i guarantee it i'm a fan and i (laughs) and like i said one of the things i love doing i did i can't even stop like i constantly analyzing this stuff but from you as an artist i do know that that is because like i said i've just heard little things here and there and i'm like okay if you put that shit together yeah, what they're seeing, what they're thinking is they just probably can't book you. And you know promoters, right? You know promoters, you know there's a lot of different types, but you know that sometimes promoters just want to throw a show. They're just like, I need to they don't even care who's yeah. on it really. They just want to throw a show. And so if they're like, That that dude's out of my bracket, I'm not even gonna try. And I think that's yeah, what's yeah, happened, you know? Yeah, man, definitely. Well, shit. I'd like to think I'm I'm starting to find my niche in this shit, anyways. And I agree, kind of like the uh, the great equalizer. Yes, <laughs> I, I'd like to yes. think, yeah, because it kind of just now, like we were talking about last time. Now it's it's about what what can you do without my bad. I'm trying to find myself in this frame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep like drifting off. Um, yeah, man. Now it's like, what what else do you have in your arsenal? How do you how do you keep up with the ever changing world of uh? of this hip hop scene, dude. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, now there is no shows. Now there is no, no shit. You can really be out there, uh, in person doing. So what's your fucking internet presence? Like what's, what's the backup plan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, uh, l- luckily, um, cause I have noticed this, right? Like one thing COVID has definitely done is, um, it has really exposed whether, the artist really wants to live this lifestyle, right? Because it's not, it's a tough lifestyle. And then with a pandemic and everything going on, it's even tougher. So I could see the casual people starting to like drift away a little bit, you know, um, especially I've seen it in our city a lot. Um, like we were talking about how like our hip hop scene has like been cut in half almost, you know, like, and it's mostly just the cats who were already doing it. Kind of like you said, like, because of what you were already doing, you were kind of ready for it. So it wasn't really going to damage you. And I think you guys definitely had an advantage um, because you guys do have a presence and you yourself have a presence. So let me, let me ask you this. If you're your, which you are technically, right. But it's like a group thing, but like if you are your manager, right. And you're like, yo, we need to get hollow these three things like, and then he'll be good. Like he'll, is it like more you think it's just being in front of more faces is it like more music what is it what do you feel like you still need i for sure my my big plan well not big plan but the the plan this year is to get way more visuals out man Mm. i definitely want to uh 
be a little more interactive when it comes to uh, the content that I'm putting out, which you've seen us kind of do with the podcast. Yes. Stuff like that. Just just get my face in, in front of so many fucking people where they cannot they can't not see me, whether they hate me, like me, whatever. But I want to be in your fucking face at all times. Visuals, yeah. uh, podcasts, wh- whatever it is, you know. So I'm trying to hit people with so many different fucking angles of me, personality, music, uh, you know, all that shit. So definitely step up the visuals. Yo, you know what just hit that? That really. What just hit me? This is I'm curious about this, dog. Okay, do you remember if you? By the way, if you guys follow Hollow Story, it's a very intricate, long story, and we've documented on on Crappy Awesome. You can go to Crappy Awesome and listen to past episodes, but. Um, especially your first releases, right? Like you were dealing with a lot of like, you said like mental stress, you were dealing with like learning how to deal with anxiety, learning how to deal with addiction, learning how to deal with a lot of different things. Do you think when you look at like your past, your past stuff and where you're at now, why do you feel like, or, or is there still a chance you could become that guy again? Like, is there still a chance that uh, we could, like, Hollow could pick up the phone and be like, hey, I'm, I, I'm living in Texas bounce. now, like, in the mountains, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know what? Uh, yeah, dude, I mean, I think, like, I'm, it'll definitely not be the same it was. Right. Um, but I think once you've gone through certain shit, uh, there's always a chance for a fuck up or, or, uh, or a big life change, you know? Like, it, it, we're getting older these things are starting to become a little complicated sometimes. So, you know, you have to think about it. Yeah. But I'd like to think that I'm more solidified in who I am now than I was then. Mm. It, the, 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 it's no longer a choice to do this. Like this is yes. become, this has become like, this is my life, man. Like I, I've realized I've tried the other shit and I've realized this is what I love. This is, this is That's what dope. I find my, my, my way back to, you know? So, yeah. That's I mean, really life is life. You you never really know where you're gonna be, but I do definitely know music is always gonna be a part of it. Yeah, you know? uh, I'm I'm giving this shit the best shot that I got, and I don't think I'll ever not make music at this level. Who knows if 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 things don't go the way you know mm-hmm. we plan them to go? But for sure, I'm always gonna be a fucking artist, man. I'm always gonna make music. I'm always gonna be this guy, whether it's here, whether it's in Texas, whether it's anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. I will always be this guy, you know? And yeah. I think that was, that that was something that I was dealing with then where I was just like, fuck it. Is this for me? You know, like I, I the moment was bigger than I was. For, uh, you know? That's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I was like, shit, I'm at this point now where it's like, I'm either going all in or fuck. I still have a chance to step out, you know? And like, it's that yeah. social anxiety. It's that thing. I'm a very outgoing person, but, deep down inside i'm an introvert like yeah I'm, yeah i get nervous around people i fucking step out for a cigarette when i'm at shows you've yep. seen me like I, yep. I go in there and i got 20 minute conversations in me and then i gotta step out for a fucking cigarette because it's just you know yeah. that's just how i am but i can fucking turn it on for you you know so i think i was dealing with that at that moment you know and i was finding finding reasons not to succeed yeah right now yeah. it's like now i completely have to find a reason to succeed you yeah. know, because this is, it's, it's defined me. I've defined myself. This is it, you know? Let me ask you this is, um, man, I, I was just talking to Parker about this. Like, do you think living the lifestyle that you're living, right? And knowing what you have to do to be an artist and the ins and outs of that and 
how it can be erratic. Do you see like family life in your future? Are you a person who's like, man, I'm probably going to have kids and a wife at some point. Or are you like, mm, I don't know. That's probably not for me. like, where are you at with that? Um, man, dude, you've heard my music. I, definitely, I know. <laughs> I, de- I definitely, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I mean, you I love love. Things. I know that part. I love love. I love the I, idea of love. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, but that's what about, question, what about logically right. putting it together and going like, what about a girl? Cause bro, this is, this is, this is real, right? Like as you no, yeah, get more right successful, yeah. your dating circle becomes smaller one, right? Because people, one, one, this is one of the weird things about art right is in a large way like it's almost like the aging stops right like you're everybody seems yeah. like one age yeah. forever if you can keep <laughs> this going right and then so like your your yeah. dating circle gets small because most people just can't deal with the lifestyle it's not it isn't that conducive to having you know kids and having being able to take a like two years off let me take two years off and raise my kids and yeah. unless you're super yeah. super successful like have you thought about all those things and if that's like a reality for you yeah i kind of have man i yeah. actually more recently than anything man because uh I, I think about it and i'm one of those people that does go all in with things mm-hmm. so i do think like fuck if i do get into something serious at the moment is this shit going to suffer? Which one's going to suffer more, you know? Mm, like, mm. um, but yeah, I think there would be a lot of success would have to go in between then and now for me to be able to be like, all right, I'm going to sit down and have a family and do all this shit. Right. If something like that comes along right now, I can't tell you what would happen to my music, you know? Yeah. If I yeah, yeah. Just so ha- if I, if I fucking had a kid right now, dude, if I you got hit with the baby stick. If I got hit with the baby stick right now, dude, yeah. fuck, Hollow might have to sit back and go yeah. get a fucking job. And, it would you know, be crazy, I mean, right? That's just what, what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude. So, uh, yeah, fuck. I don't know, dude. That's a tough one. I'm asking you to figure out for now. myself, by the way. I'm just, I still don't even know. I still don't even know. Hey, I'm older than you. Dude, that's why I'm constantly writing fucking songs about me being yeah. confused about this shit. So, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know, dude. I still don't got an answer for, for myself. Where do it's you feel, like, I think it's, where do you, I'm sorry, where do you feel like you got your understanding of love with women? You know what I mean? Like, how did you learn it? Because that has a lot to do with how we move forward, uh, right? In relationships. I don't, even, I don't even know if, I don't even know if I do completely learn it or understand it. I mean, I think my life was kind of surrounded with a lot of fucked up situations when it came to women yeah. and those relationships, not just personally, but like the people around me, you know, my, my, my mom, my dad, their yeah. stories fucked. Wow. You know, I've seen friends with fucked stories. I've, I've had early on fucked stories where like, dude, before I started rapping, I was with a girl for three years and thought that was going to be it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. fucking, we had our, had our whole lives planned and all it really took was me jumping on one track with one person and then rocking one show and then i was like oh <laughs> had to question it all dude yeah and it's funny because like, I, do I look at that i look at that girl now and it's funny because i still talk to like her her uh aunt here and there uh-huh. but she's married married has kids now oh wow that's what and she wanted so, and i and i look at it and i'm like did i miss something there because you know she was like all around it was a solid relationship and the only thing that did fuck it up was music yeah, you get me. Yeah, like if yeah. it wasn't for my love of music, and because she did not want me to do this shit, um, so I look at shit. I look at it shit was doomed like from that. the start, my friend. 
It was it doomed. Was doomed from the start. The moment so she didn't want see. you to do this thing, <laughs> she didn't know like that that would kill you. It would probably kill you. It might, yeah, my mind turned off because I look at my life where it was then, and I'm like, shit, like, was I ever really happy? And mm. I wasn't. I was working these warehouse jobs, and it was like, it was literally just, okay, I got this job now. Next step, save up, get an apartment, get her pregnant, get married. get Like, you know, it, Ooh, was, it was shit yeah. like that. Like, it was just, it was like this fucking robotic, like, what's next? This is next. That's next. That's next. And then as soon as I saw my out, like, oh, fuck, you do love music. Oh, fuck, you are, you are kind of good at this shit. I yeah. fucking took it and ran. Dude. I took it and ran. So, <laughs> so obviously <laughs> then, right? I packed that fucking bag and I took the fuck off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I mean, like, my relationship with love is a complicated one because it's something that I look for and want, but I think it's something that I might, might never have just because mm. of my own, my own unwillingness to settle. Yeah. I mean, in anything. I mean, we were talking about me dipping earlier, and yeah. I think that's, part of my uh, f- my fear of commitment with it like i saw music becoming a huge commitment rather than this uh happy-go-lucky fun shit that i do here and there yeah yeah and i got scared i got scared and i fucking tanked myself and took off you know i was able to kind of learn how to deal with it now but to this day yeah i still have lulls where i like i start to fucking back away after a couple months of just hitting it hard 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 and i have like a couple weeks where i'm just ghosted and yeah. then I come back and hit it hard, hard, hard. And then I have to, you know, I think that's just something I have to do uh, is reset myself in all things. So I, th- I think that's I think one thing I've learned this year for sure is I used to be super hard on myself when inspiration wasn't coming. You know what I mean? Like when I'd be in the studio and be yeah. like, man, I'd rather just go outside or do some other shit. And I've re- I've recently made that part of my routine. Like if I start to feel the inspiration dipping like I immediately start, I just, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not even going to like force that shit. I'm going to go create yeah. some other shit. And now, and I, that's why I think it's super dope that you have these new outlets to kind of like play with the other creative side. Cause I think, I feel like it all gets better when you're just constantly creating instead of like just taking time off and doing nothing. If you have just yeah. these other little options, you can do it. Let me ask you this though. This is, this is some artist shit, right? It, do you, do you ever make or do you ever at least feel in the mood where you're like, man, fuck the expectation, like, fuck these motherfuckers for wanting something from like, like, I'm just going to yeah, make what the yeah. fuck I want to fight, like, fuck them all. Like, does it ever get like that? Like, I don't want to make money. I just want to make art. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, does it ever get like that? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I think that's uh, we were talking about this last time. Right. And it was about. uh where I'm at as an artist now and mm-hmm. the, the comfortability of my, my personal art and like finding my own sound now. Yeah. And I think that's what it, it took get reaching that point of, all right, fuck it. I'm not trying to sound like this EOTR sound that everybody has. And I think mm-hmm. that was like my projects before. I'm not trying to make everybody happy anymore. I'm comfortable just being weird and experimental. And if I'm going to fucking sing on the track, I'm going to sing on a track. Yeah. All yeah. this shit. And I think, I think you have to reach that as an artist to become truly successful i agree i agree you you have your rarities of people that just ride a fucking trend but those that last and those that become dope ass fucking artists are those that were able to say fuck it if it doesn't work it doesn't work but i'm still gonna make the art that's true to myself you know um i like to think i'm there now i like to think the 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 new music i'm about to drop is in its rawest form just me being as creative and weird and me as possible yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So, but so let me ask you this: reach that. When you, um, because obviously it's it, for for your listeners a lot of times, right? Like they feel they can feel like these changes happen overnight, but obviously these are like literally moments and seconds and hours that you work through these issues. Some of them suck. Some of them are great. Like when you're when on the other side of this, cause it feels like to me listening to you, it seems like you're kind of on the other side of whatever the last chapter was now. Like you're like, I'm kind yeah. of done with that. I, I want to move forward with new shit. Do you see yourself always making, um, things that people would consider like hip hop or did, does it ever, are you, or are you, are you thinking like, yeah, I'll probably going to make something outside of the genre at some point. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would love to, um, I would love to get into some like, uh, I don't want to even say rock cause not even just yeah. like that, but like some more instrument based music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Live instrument based music, things that are a little more eclectic sounding sometimes. I just, yeah, I can see myself totally, Wait, outside what, of the hip hop box, you know. What is it that you listen to outside of hip hop? Like, what's your, what's like your go to outside of hip hop? If you're not listening to rap, what would you, what would you normally like to play? Hmm. Shit. Uh shit. Lately, I've been on like so many fucking podcasts. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've really been listening, dude. You're doing research uh, too, yeah, though. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Um. I guess I've man, I've been falling back into like the old like uh the doors old yeah, shit like that. I've been like falling dope. into the old <laughs> the old like emo type bands and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, shit like that that I was listening to back in like high school and stuff like that. That's fire. Uh, but like I said, is it I've leaking really into your music? Following... Uh yeah, a little bit, yeah. Actually I got like a couple tracks on here uh on this new project, it's funny. I I, um, I I fucking previewed one of it at that drive-in show, and it was like, uh, yeah, it was the one song. You know, everybody has that one song in the album where you're like, this one is a little uncomfortable, a little weird, <laughs> a little dark, and yeah, people I are hope fucking they love like it, it. Hate it. Yeah. So I did this shit live, dude, and it's funny because I had like these two dudes that I went to high school with that showed up, and they're more into like the uh, um, the Suicide Boys type of shit. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that that little hardcore fucking rap like weirdo shit mm -hmm. and those motherfuckers heard that shit and they came up they're like dude what the fuck is the name of that song you need to send me that song so it was kind of cool to That's see dope. that little weird weird niche that i have come out and hit a little pocket of fans that i didn't know i had you know yeah um but yeah it's definitely bleeding into it uh got a couple like guitar type beats and tracks that are a little more melodic and, and uh, rhythm based that I've been kind of dealing with. I'd love to get some guitar work in, man. I, I used to play the guitar avidly and I, it, it's been a minute. So I'd oh, love wow. to get into some acoustic shit. That would some be acoustic fire. Shit, really start working into that. Um, I'd love to get into some soulful shit, man. Yeah. Real I soulful can see that. shit. Dude. I could definitely see I that. I feel like I've been leaning that way anyways. So, I think you yeah. got to give it to him, bro. You got to give it to him. Bro, I'm telling you, look, man, I, I feel like, again, dude, like having talked to so many different artists on this show, I kind of, I'm telling you, I know where you're at. Like I could see it in your eyes. I could hear it the way you're talking. Bro, you're on the precipice of being the thing that you want to be the most. And I, I'm telling you, you just got to double down on what you're, everything you're doing is working, bro. If you're wondering, it's fucking working. Like it's all yeah. working. I'm excited to hear the new shit. I think that it's going to be like, 
um, I think what we're going to see over these next few years from you, this is my prediction. And this is, and this is why I say that because you're not just like, I want to make a good hip hop song. Like, you know, like traditionally, let's be honest, the majority of people who rap that are at least making songs, they are, it's, it's, it is, and not always on purpose, but for the most part, it is just them making a version of what they've already heard, right? And you yeah. are trying so hard and succeeding at not doing that. And I've noticed this, that the artists who are like, oh, they're lifers, that's what they start doing. They start doing, because it's yeah. not like normal, like the normal shit that they came in with is just, not, it's not enough for them. You know what I mean? Like they got to do more. And it's like you said, like you, as you started to sing more, you're like, fuck, this is a whole nother tool to use to build this house. Like, why the fuck would I not use this? And you also know the flip side to that of when you're contemplating doing that, it's scary as fuck because you're like, yeah, "Yeah, but do I really want it? What if it doesn't fucking, what if it knocks the house down? Like, but I'm telling you, it will not, bro. Day by night, the track uh, that I released, uh, the I'm gonna make you yep. proud someday. Yes, fucking amazing. That was amazing. probably one of the most nerve wracking fucking tracks I ever released, dude. Wow. I sat there like, fuck, people are gonna think I'm a fucking pussy. This song's too weak. <laughs> this song's like, dude, people are gonna be hating on it. Like, is it too soft? You know. And um, I got a good response, dude. And it was funny because I even got that same fucking anxiety when I was about to perform it. At my own show at that oh, drive, wow. dude. Like, still, I, like I, I still, sat there, I sat still. It still wow. fucking makes me nervous because, like, I, I sat there and I looked at Muds and I'm like, I think I'm gonna drop day by night, dude. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know if this crowd is gonna fuck with it. And he's like, this show is literally all about you. Yeah, to come see. You. Yeah, we why need that. The fans, they're like, why wouldn't the fans that paid to come see you not want to hear your song? And I was like. Oh shit, you're right. This is I'm so used <laughs> Shout I'm to so Muds. Used to, shout think, to Muds. <laughs> shout out to Muds, dude. That motherfucker's always got my back in a monotone Word. voice and super sarcastic. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> uh Muds, hey, real quick, Muds, the funniest reactions I ever get about Muds when they don't know him. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is another one of those like uh you have this perspective of somebody right, before right. you actually know. People come up and be like Hey, Muds is kind of an asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you just got to kind of get to know No, him, he's like, definitely yeah, not. He's literally he's like not, one dude. of the kindest people the you're kindest. ever going to be in your life. He's it's just, just his resting eyes, fucking motherfucker face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I feel dude, you. Yeah, one of the nicest dudes, one of the nicest dudes I ever met, man. But yeah, um, it took him having to tell me that. And I think I'm just, again, so used to either downplaying myself or or just assuming that no one's gonna fuck with it that I, I fuck my own head up with the shit you know yeah. like which I think is maybe not all artists but like but it's a lot a lot it's of a artists lot. a lot of artists have that fucking like yep. your own worst enemy you, you fucking criticize yourself the worst and yeah, yeah every now and then you need someone in your fucking corner which is the plus side of having a fucking group man yeah we were talking about this last time too like. My only advice I could really give to cats out there is find a niche of like a fucking group of people in this art shit that you can really trust or 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 fucking feed off of, you know? Hell yeah. Because you, you need that shit, man. They, Hell they've yeah. got me out of some dark places and uh, been some of the reasons why I've pushed the envelope or or done some of the music that I've I've put out, you know? Yeah, and I think it's important too as artists. This is uh, I've got I got this advice 
recently, and this definitely applies to you, it's important to you like the people that are around you, not just as friends, but as artists. You're like, man, these motherfuckers are dope, blah, blah. You always speak highly of them. They fuck with you. And they want you to put music out. So every yeah, time you have that thought of like, damn, I don't know if I'm the motherfucker. They're 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 thinking the same thing from you. Like, damn, I'm fucking hollow's fucking dropping. Fuck that. That is just yeah. a normal. It's a normal process. I'm glad that you feel like you deal with it a lot better now instead of taking off across the country on a soul searching <laughs> walk. But, but oh, yeah. But it, but yeah, man, I think again, like I, if I, I'm super into bro, like after watching this last year go down and seeing how people dealt with this, like, I feel it's even more important now to give people their flowers. Now I'm telling you, everything you're doing is working. I've never shown anybody your shit and they've gone like, man, not for me. Everybody's like every single one, bro is like, oh shit. Hey, slide me that link or like, Hey, let me get that song. Um, and that's just, that's just the truth. You know what I mean? And I know saying it and feeling it are two different things, but at least rest assured that unless we like, we're all crazy too, which we may be, (laughs) but then that's dope anyways, cause you got a niche. (laughs) You know what I mean? Crazy people. (laughs) Fuck yeah. My, my target audience. (laughs) Hey, real quick. Yeah. Don't you think that as artists, we were more well-equipped to deal with the bullshit of 2020 oh, than anybody else in the fucking world. All absolutely. the heartbreak and, and the fucking craziness. This was nothing, bro. Like, it was nothing. Oh, this. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys are dealing with mental issues? Oh, yeah. Just write a song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Write or like, song, like, like my whole thing was yeah, like, oh, like, shit, <laughs> what? I got to stay in. I got to stay in the house sick like oh i don't have to go to all those things that i had to go to before sick like that's no dude i had yeah i had a uh fucking muds actually was telling me he's like i was starting to get to the point where i was tired of going to shows yeah like which is funny because now i would do anything to be me too me too (laughs) yeah yeah dude yeah man yeah i i I think my my thing was like i was i liked having a legitimate excuse to not have to like go be amongst the crowd because I'm, I'm not that yeah. comfortable there. You know what I mean? I don't really like yeah. that shit. I'm like you where people assume what we do that you must be an extrovert, but you're an introvert just trying to survive like in an extrovert world. So yeah, it feels more yeah, complicated. Yeah. But uh, again, I think some of the greatest musicians are that, you know, like, and there's, it does seem to me as like at least I've studied the artist's mind, there does seem to be this formula of what makes long lasting music are people that are going to make long lasting music. And like I said, like you you check a lot of those boxes from the jump. And I think that's probably if I think about it, right, like when I first heard you, that's probably what I heard without processing it. Right. Like I was just like, like, why did I like your shit? It was that's probably why. Right. Like I, li- I heard it. I listened to it. I was like, oh, he's. Yeah, he's going for like he's going in like he's going in like to me, bro, I know a grip of rappers that can bar the fuck out. I mean, bro, first of all, we collectively like, bro, we know all the we know all of them, (laughs) all the ones that can really bar out in the game. Yeah, that's just not what I'm uh, I'm that concerned with making at this point in my life. Like. There's a lot of shit I got to get through and it feels like you, you too. And to me, I think it can get scary when 
you know, there's a large group of people that are focusing on that. And trust me, that's dope. Those are some of my favorite rappers. Um, yeah. But I just don't do I know I don't do that because it's just not what comes out, man. Like, I've, that's yeah. not what comes out. The shit that comes out definitely. of me is usually just more personal. And I know it is for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I, I almost have no control over what the fuck I'm writing, dude. Like, yes. I'm not I'm yep. not that guy that can come in and be like, all right, this song's going to be out that I'm going to I'm going to create this whole storyline of just to get nah dude like yep. it, it is just let me hear the song what are the first fucking words that come out of my fucking mouth and then we're gonna go from there like it, to me the the first two fucking bars that come out on the page just have to come out and that's gonna guide it but i have no conscious decision of what it's gonna be dude. i'm the same like, it, just, way. it never is like that for me dude yeah mm -hmm. I, I i have to feel the track i have to sit there it's either instant or it takes me a few weeks <laughs> you know but there's yeah. no in between. There's there's no like oh I like oh, I can force it and knock out a dope ass track in a couple hours because I forced it. Now nah. it's either I got it or I don't have it. Do you, you know? do you um because I, I don't know if I've asked you this, but do you how much stuff? Because I know you guys got mezcal. You have a lot of like a lot of great engineers and stuff within the crew and people who mix shit. I mean mezcal's he's doing a lot of that, but in the studio. When you have, when you're playing with the beat or you're in those early stages, how much do you care about putting your hands on the actual beat? And how much do you like want, like if you don't do that, do you want to start doing that? Is that something more? Cause you said the guitar and I was thinking like, oh, so you, at some point you're going to be constructing your own music. It feels like, is that something in the future? Like, are you like, yeah, I probably am going to produce or at least make the music I'm all the way around, you know? It's uh, it's not like a hundred percent something that I need to do. Mm -hmm. I almost like I almost like to uh have more moving parts when it comes to like yeah. things like that, like having people come up with a concept for a video that I have nothing to do with. You yeah. know, like I have I have a lot of problems translating my my songs into visuals. Uh, beat wise as well, like yeah, it would be dope to get in there and like maybe construct some shit with the guitar, do some shit like that. But that's gonna be very minimalistic music. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's going to be. When it comes to beats and everything like that, I'd like to I'd like to get inspired by other people's emotions and, and shit like that because I like to feel like I I can tap into uh, the the raw emotion they were feeling when they created that beat. You get me? Like I, right, I kind of like that. Right. I like that process of like, oh shit! I was able to hit that little pocket of fucking shit you were feeling. Tap yeah. in and yeah, and then magic happens. Yeah, and express it for both of us. You know, like yeah. Uh, so I, I actually like I enjoy that process of having more hands on it. I feel like it's a it's a crazier, more connective experience, you know, who's, like who's your go to right now, man? Production wise. It was like, I who mean, do you like love, love, love in, working with right now? Like, who are you work, loving working with? Well, the shit that me and that kid Pigeon Beats, dude, the local. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, the shit me and him got, dude, like, I feel like he tapped me into something that I haven't been tapped into in a while. That's you know, That's uh, you know, shout out to my boy Lex. I've worked with him for such a long time, uh, but I feel like we had done so much work with each other that we were just at a point where like, all right, now I got to switch it up, you know? Yeah, but that yeah, happens. definitely, yeah. dude. Pigeon Beats, man, that guy, that guy's got some shit, man. He's a dope. He's got some dope backpack shit for you. He's got some dope trap shit. Like this kid's all around just sick with it, man. Young cat. So he's definitely tapped me into some part of me that I haven't had in a minute. So. That's sick. What what about um timeline for releases and moving forward? Obviously we're in twenty twenty one. Um you you went from being the last podcast of 
the year to be in the first podcast of 2020. It's a better spot, I think. Uh, You know what I mean? So you're the first one. (laughs) So um, what what's the schedule look like? Uh, I'm still shooting for like a a late March release of the EP. I'm I'm gonna start dropping some promos within the next week or two. Um, I'm looking for like a three week promo run, man. Like I kind of want to get it hard and fast to the people, and you know while it's still fresh in your mind, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely start dropping some shit by late February, maybe looking at some visuals, March, April, and then on to the next, man. Nice. Nice. Bro. On to um, the next, yeah. Thank you for doing this, dude. Twice, by the way. But yeah, man, like I told it, you the first time we talked, this is not bullshit. You can vouch for this. I said, you could call me every day. Like we can build. I yeah, love, yeah, yeah. I love building with you, bro. Cause, um, like I said, I, um, I believe in what you're doing. I think that you are in this for the long road. Um, I, I personally don't think there's anything you can do to control that part. Like I think that yeah, yeah, it's just gonna, so, yeah. it is who you are now. The love part, bro. I don't know, man. I'm not putting any money down yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Love. Like if you said man, loves, man. like with the plural, <laughs> I'd say a word, but love, yeah. I don't know yet. So I'm, I'm watching it's though. I'm, I'm rooting for you though. Hey, we on Tinder, baby. We on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> swipe right, swipe right. Swipe right. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> <laughs> I got my number on there and everything. Me word up. up, word up. Yeah. All right, man. Um, yeah. uh, follow uh, at, at Hollow Visions, right? Uh, no, where is Hollow? On Instagram. Um, and then actually you can just Google Hollow Visions. Yeah, a bunch of shit comes up. Um, but if you're yeah. listening to this uh, anywhere podcasts are found, you can go watch the video version at YouTube and on Instagram uh, or head over to platformcollection.com and you can check out all of Hollow's music by just typing his name in. Um, it comes up, dope reviews, dope uh, music and stories dating way back, by the way. We've been talking to Hollow for way years back. now. Years. Um, so, so by the way, and by the way, bro, We've been talking to you for fucking years, dog. You're doing yeah, no, this, I dog. Just, I You're just doing this. At, I searched myself on your platform yep. collection website. Word and up. I was like, holy fuck, dude. That's since like 2015. I'm yeah, like, bro. Yeah, it's bro. Been we've been, minute, we've been at minute. this. So, um, yeah, you have no excuse. Uh, yeah. You have no excuse. You're here, bro. I, at all. Can't yeah, go. Yeah. I'm Can't fucked. go away. I'm fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> All I'm right, fucked, bro. I'm fucked. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Have a great week. Um, and guys, follow where's Hollow Instagram. Follow everything EOTR. Shout out to EOTR, by the way. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Um, See ya. And we'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you as always. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's my boy Hollow Visions, man. EOTR. Follow them. Where is Hollow on Instagram? Um, man, he's he's one of my favorites. So go find out why. Um, and I think he'll become one of yours as well, bro. It's just quality music. It's just, I, I like the fact that this dude likes to experiment. Um, and that's always been one of my favorite elements in, with any artist that I really like. So, um, he does that and he does it well. So follow him, platformcollection.com. Go over there, grab some merch. Um, and we'll see you guys next time, man. Uh, and then make sure you catch me Sundays, Christie's the internet, 7 p.m. Um, and then every other Wednesday over on Tumex TV for Tumex Cinema. Uh, Thank you for supporting those shows, by the way. You guys are super dope for doing that. All right. Love you guys. See you guys later.